Welcome, I'm Laura, and I find good advice and make it more personal, more intuitive, and more you. This is Secrets Your Mentor Never Told You. I'm talking about road rage and how it helped me with spiritual enlightenment. My general response to my driving, well, under the influence of my thinking, learn how to drive fast. They call it rush hour, not pokey slow driving in the passing lane hour. Not any way to start my day in the right mindset. If you haven't noticed by now, these are my own thoughts, ideas that I'm expressing in your ear. My truth as I experienced it at the time of this recording. I like to think of it as a blend of all the wonderful teachings, coaching, mentoring I've given and received and driving instruction. Join me for the spiritual enlightenment path of road rage. It's kind of like getting hijacked. I used to believe something was wrong or flawed, or I couldn't believe someone else could just be making a huge mistake. I told myself I wanted to end their suffering, like help, by telling them they're wrong. What I couldn't see was that I was afraid. Yeah, I traveled the world on a boat with a bicycle for years. I was afraid of what I couldn't control. The more intense the situation, like driving, the more I geared up to resist and fight. All of this was not a need to be a part of the change I wanted to see. It was fight or flight kicking in to help me control a stressful situation, a situation that was completely illogical. And then I noticed that I would completely disengage with people I liked. Me, the extrovert. I've been disconnecting throughout my whole life. So one day I'm driving and I realized I'm thinking, this person in front of me is a real jerk. Why won't you get out of the way? I have to get to work. Then I realized all of these thoughts were imaginary. I created them. The reality was I chose to go to work at that time. I may have hit the snooze button. I may have not got my uniform ready the night before. I chose to leave the house when I did. I made those decisions. This person, this human being who wants to drive slow in the fast lane, they're confused and they have every right to do what they're doing. I'm just fighting with my reality all by myself. So I used that moment over and over and over again until it was like a habit. So I, I, I'd start to fight with myself or others. And then I'd realize I'm fighting with myself. And then I practiced that kind of like, hey, okay, I'm having that thought. Right. I'm exhausted of getting angry all the time. And I knew I wanted change. I was practicing and I was about to call somebody a name. And I wasn't even believing what I was thinking. So I tested myself. I thought, what about pulling over in the crawling lane, the slow lane, and just let traffic go by? I practiced being aware of that thought. So as soon as I called somebody a name in, in my head, because by this time I'm realizing they're not a jerk, I wasn't even believing 
that thought. So I looked for a good spot and I I said, okay, I'm going to commit to that spot. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. And I found myself in that spot in the slow lane looking around. No thoughts, just looking. Slowly, I became aware of the sky, the beautiful mountains, the lights, all the different types of cars around me. Sometimes my thoughts led me to believe that I needed to go back in the fast lane. However, I practiced like it was a mind game, like tennis, passing the thought back and forth. I gently practiced the thought to create awareness. I don't have to react to the thought. Hmm. Now I have very few thoughts at all about my fellow drivers. In fact, I don't call anybody a jerk. I now drive in any lane without the belief that I'm in danger. When somebody now drives by me like I used to, I, uh, you know, I nod and I get out of their way because it is what it is. Now, that saying has purpose in my life. Funny enough, I'm listening to Jerry Seinfeld's book, Is This Anything? And he calls that cliche really irritating. And it made me laugh because that's exactly what I've been learning. Arguing with reality is what comedians do. They point us towards our silly thinking that makes us miserable. In traffic, it's the gift of enlightenment. We have thoughts, and sometimes they give us pain, or they give us pleasure. I went to a Byron Katie retreat. She's in California. Uh, This is where celebrities get their spiritual enlightenment. The whole time, I spent my energy looking everywhere but the famous guy in the room. All I could think about, he's stealing all my concentration because he's famous and he wants my attention. The whole time I'm thinking he shouldn't be here. The whole time I'm arguing with what is. When we were all on a break, I had to run back to the valet because I forgot my phone in the car. And I just happened to be walking past the celebrity who was beside my car and I purposely ignored him. He turned to his companion and shouted, shouted, see, not everyone here cares who I am. Perhaps he and I both were put off by our thinking. These feelings cause us an emotional reaction, and I operated from those thoughts. Nobody could ever really describe it to me, what was happening. I did counseling and and saw a psychologist, and it made me feel better. Yet I didn't know how it all worked. So here's the formula. It's thought, that guy should get out of the fast lane. And then there's the feeling, frustration, anger, irritation. And then who would you be without that thought? Oh, well, I'd be calm, relaxed. I'd be free. Now turn it around. Oh, I should get out of the fast lane? Instead of psychoanalyzing yourself, look what's happening as an operating system. Your human experience Creating that awareness is called consciousness. All you have to do is be aware of it. And it's serving you to be aware of it because you're going to have thoughts and you're going to have feelings because we're human. Now, 
once you've created this beautiful consciousness, you can ask yourself, what do you need? I need to get to work. I need to get there safely. I need to prepare for my work mindset. I need to slow down. I need to listen to a podcast to get inspired. Creating consciousness, I have sole responsibility for my needs. This is a direct reflection of me instead of my thinking. And that really puts me in the present moment. In coaching, I look at your needs. I look at what you really want. Has anyone asked you what you really want? I had no idea that there was more to life than what I did or what I had. I'm not asking you to change your life. I'm just asking you to uncover it. Mary, I couldn't have made this show without you and your guidance and support. You can find my coach Mary at organizedsound.ca. I'm Laura, and I referenced a few learning tools. The Judge Your Neighbor Worksheet by Byron Katie, Seinfeld, and is this anything? I expose my lousy attitude behind the wheel because I believe that you are struggling with this byproduct and not having your needs met. If you want to find out more about what I do to help you uncover your needs, I offer an interview to chat through my website, flexiblelifecoach.com. In my upcoming episodes, I talk about don't do life alone. I give you the reflective best self exercise, and I tell the story of the village of calm. Thank you for listening to Secrets Your Mentor Never Told You.